My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. It is, of course, Q&A on The Voice of the Cape. My number, let me tell you, immediately 021 Of course, the easy way to do it is you can simply SMS us to the number 47913, 47913, and SMSs are charged at 1.50. Now, after I've given you that information, I am, of course, the one that you're going to SMS. That's Mohammed Zain Majid, uh, keeping you company until just before 1 o'clock and uh, pushing all the light buttons uh, with the red scarf and a big black flower, none other than Abira Dixon Muhammad this afternoon on QA. Well, this is our Ramadan QA, and uh, the, uh, the various species, gentlemen, inshallah, that will be answering all of your uh, questions, none other than the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khairan, brother Muhammad Zain. Barakallah fikum. MashaAllah, how's Mufti keeping? Alhamdulillah, nice weather here, night time but cold, but daytime beautiful weather. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Well, of course, as I said, our SMS line number 47913, that is 47913, that is the number that you can SMS us. You simply type in your question and I will pose that question to Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein. Well, we can go straight into our very first question and I need to remind listeners that last week, alhamdulillah, we had quite a few questions on our previous program. So those questions that stood over from last week, we will first attempt to ask those questions to Mufti first but in the meantime you can send us your questions for today through as well i know i a close friend who turned murtad not too long ago how do i treat this person mufti bismillahir rahmanir rahim nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulil kareem amma ba'd all praise due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of this universe Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allah forbid when a person turns murtad, then you should try and interact with him and ask him that what are the real problems, and if he has some academic discussion, take a learned imam or sheikh, and that person can then answer all his objections or doubts or whatever. But sometimes the person is such, he fell in love with a lady or a man or what have you, and then they don't want to change, then obviously you have to sever all ties from that person. And remember the Quran, Kareem states, لَإِنْ أَشْرَكْتَ لَيَحْبَطَنَّ عَمَلُكَ All the good deeds that person did, immediately they become murtad. All that is gone down the drain. And if they remain like that, Allah forbid, then is everlasting doom and gloom. So you're going to need our number 021 or simply SMS us to the number 47913. And of course, this is the Voice of the Cape, the program, our Ramadan Q&A with Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein on, of course, 91.3 FM. Next question, Mufti, and this came through quite a few times last week as well. I said, is it permissible to fast if you are pregnant? 
Yes, you can fast while you are pregnant. There's no problem. But what we will suggest, you should discuss it with your doctor, with your gynecologist. And if you are experiencing problems or the fetus, the unborn baby will have problems, then you don't fast. But then in future, you have to keep qaza. Payment alone will not suffice. You will have to keep qaza for that must fast. Shukran. Next question, Mufti. Are you allowed to use a nebulizer and an asthma pump while you are fasting? When people are fasting, they should remember the following principle and rules. Any medication through the mouth, through the nose, through the back passage, and for the ladies only from the front passage, that will then break and nullify the fast. So nebulizer, asthma pump, all that, according to majority scholars, will break the fast, and then qaza will be compulsory. Now, Mufti, what is the time of period for a woman to fast? Example, how many months must you not fast? Obviously, in Islam, the fasting time is only the month of Ramadan. The other 11 months, you don't have to fast. But if you have qaza, for example, you were giving birth, your nifas, your postnatal, or there was menses involved and so forth, then all those outstanding fasts, you must keep the qaza. Many a time people think, no, we just pay and it's sufficient. No, qaza is compulsory, so that can be done in the other 11 months. Now, Mufti, can one during the month of Ramadan make dhikr at the maghbara for the 40 days of a deceased person, perhaps? Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu taught us al-mawta kal-ghariq al-mutagawwit people who have passed away they are like a drowning person shouting for help so why should we only wait for 40 days that the mail you go to the graveyard whenever you want to and then you make dua iqra yaseen ala mawtaakum read surah yaseen for the deceased read any other part of the noble Quran make dua read the two duas I always give you surah 40 verse 41 surah 14 surah ibrahim verse 41 rabbana filli waliwalidayya walil mu'minina yawma yaqumul hisab oh beloved allah forgive me forgive my parents and the believers the day the accountability is established and surah 59 surah hashar verse 10 rabbana fillana wal ikhwanina alladhina sabaquna bil iman oh allah forgive us and our brothers who passed away before us with iman Surah 59, Surah Hashar, verse 10. So any day you can go, there's no such thing, you must wait for 40 days. She can do the voice of Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein on the voice of the Cape Ramadan Q&A on 91.3 FM with myself, Muhammad Zaid Machi. Taking your calls on the other side is, of course, Zulfa Brown. Taking your calls on 021-442-3530. And, of course, the easy way to do it, simply send us your SMS to the number 47913. It remains anonymous. And, of course, even if you're going to call, she will just take your question, but we won't take your call on air. But those are the two ways to do it, 47913. Going on to our next question, Mufti. Can you brush your teeth while you are fasting? And secondly, also, is there anything to do or recite for a child who has delayed speech, Mufti? 
regarding the toothpaste and toothbrush while fasting that is makruh and undesirable because the hadith in Bukhari Sharif teaches us Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said لَخَلُوفُ فَمِسَّاهِمِ أَتْيَبُ إِنْدَ اللَّهِ مِنْ رِيحِ الْمِسْتِ that that odor that emanates from a fasting person's mouth is more beloved to Allah than the fragrance of musk. So therefore, use the toothpaste at suhoor time, you know, before the fasting time starts, at night time, after Maghrib, after Isha, and so forth, that's fine. During the day, use the miswak excessively, and that will help you, and to use the miswak morning, evening, totally permissible according to all four schools. If a child has a problem with the speech and they are delayed, then you, the father, mother, read Surah 20, Surah Taha, and verses 25, 26, 27, 28. Oh Allah, open my heart for me. Oh Almighty Allah, untie the knots of my tongue, and so that my speech people can understand it. If the child can read the Quran himself or herself, then tell them to read it and if they are very small they can't read then you read it and blow on them inshallah and very soon in the Mubarak month of Ramadan inshallah you will see the child will start improving already with the grace and mercy of Allah <laughs> I mean inshallah well if you've got a question that's a burning question there on your chest well why not SMS it to 47913 and of course it's your Ramadan Q&A on the Voice of the Cape and next question it says uh, um, I'll just get to that. Mufti, if you have no money to pay Fidya, what must you do? We'll get a comment from Mufti after this. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. Welcome back to Q&A on The Voice of the Cape. We continue now with uh, all our questions that we have received via the SMS line 47913. And of course, you can phone us on 021-442-3530. The question we posed, Mufti, before the break, it says, uh, Mufti, if you have no money to pay Fidia, what must you do? And just to confirm once again, Fidia, this year, 10 Rand, and of course, uh, per day, and of course, Fitra, 30 Rand. Mufti? In a case like that, all Mighty Allah Azza tells us in Surah Baqarah, chapter number 2, verse 184, Now who has to pay fidya? Fidya, two categories of people have to pay. Those who are advanced in their age, 80, 90, 100 years old, they don't have the energy and strength to fast. And those people who are married who die in throughout the year perpetually, chronically ill, and the chances of them recovering are almost null and very remote, they have to pay the fidya 10 rand per fast. They need to give it to poor Muslims, according to the Shafi'i school. Now, if you don't have that money, that is 300 rand for the whole month, for example. So then you make toba and istighfar. But if your son, your daughter, your brother, sister, somebody wants to pay it on your behalf, they inform you. So that can be done also. But if there's nobody, then you just continue making toba, istighfar, beg all Mighty Allah for forgiveness. Shikana Mufti, is it the right of uh, some ulama to stand in a cathedral and make dua for Nelson Mandela? 
remember that to make dua for non-Muslims, whoever it is, for their hidayat, Allah Ta'ala brings them into Islam, all that that is permissible. And for Islam, and Islam to make dua for any sick person, a non-Muslim is permissible. However, to go to a cathedral, to go to a church, all that definitely is haram and not permissible. We should never compromise on our religion. We can say that we will meet in a venue and it is neutral, it's not a church, it's not something, and we make dua there, it's fine. But to go into a church and all these type of things, cathedral, definitely is haram and not permissible. Mufti, can my male colleague lead us in salah for me and other female colleagues? If the male is leading you and the only the people who is leading are females, so with what he should rather do is get some males and then he's the imam and then he's got some males and then he's got females, for example, in Tarawi or something. But if he's only him and only females, then that is a dangerous situation because what will happen is that he will be alone and 90% of the ladies there behind are all Ajnabiyat and they are strange ladies. So we will never condone and, and, and uh, you know, uh, encourage that. We will say, no, he must get some men there because that Tarawi can become a very long Tarawi. You know, ourselves, you know. <laughs> she can indeed. Now, Mufti, um, can Mufti please tell me when the women should make Salah on a Friday? Some say you can make it at one o'clock and some say you must wait until the mosque is out. Can Mufti please give some guidance? Okay, here yeah, for you ladies, once the time for the Zohar or Jummah Salat has entered, let's say, for example, the time enters at 10 to 1, 5 to 1, and now you want to read 1 o'clock, it's totally permissible. You don't have to wait for the Jummah Salat of the men to start or to finish. Once the time of the particular Salat has started, you can read your Salat and there's no problem. And obviously, when you're going to read at home, you'll be reading your Zohar Salat on a Friday. She can uh, indeed. Mufti, next question. Can Mufti please tell, is it permissible for husband and wife to sleep together at night time during the month of Ramadan? Yes, husband and wife sleep together at night is totally permissible, no problem, because you must remember even intercourse at night in Ramadan is permissible. This is enshrined in the Noble Quran, so we shouldn't become so pious that we tell the husband, you know, the wife, Hey, my husband, that the whole month is nothing for you now. You must hunger lazy. No, you can't do that, sister. And you, brother, you can't keep your wife hungry for one month also, you know. So you both of you should once in a while, mashallah, that you have many causes after Taraweed and the last cause is intercourse. Shukran, indeed, the voice of Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussaini on the voice of the Cape. Our Ramadan Q&A, our number 021-442-3530. And of course, our SMS line number 47913. Uh, keep those SMSs coming. We'll continue after this. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape.
Welcome back uh, to the airways of uh, the Voice of the Cape on uh, 91.3 FM. And of course, you're with myself, Mohammed Zemachit, answering all of your questions. None other than the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, our SMS line number 47913. Next question, Mufti How do I explain the 99 names to my child? That is, he knows 100%. I told him he's 100 wonder created to serve Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and care for dunya as per amana. Is that wrong, Mufti? What you need to explain to your child is all Mighty Allah Azza states in the Noble Quran, and all Mighty Allah has wonderful, beautiful names, and we must invoke and call all Mighty Allah by those names. You know, once Mustafa والسلام, was making dua, and he said, Ya Allah, Ya Rahman. So one non-Muslim person heard, and he said, you're telling us about Tawheed, one Allah, but you took two Allah's names. So all Mighty Allah revealed the verse, Qulid Allah, Awid Ar-Rahman, Ayyamma tad'u falahu al-asma'ul husna. Whether you say Allah, you say Rahman, Allah has wonderful, beautiful names. So explain to your wonderful son or daughter, the flower, that you know all these are the attributes of all Mighty Allah. And then give him an example. If you want barakah in your business, in money, you say, Ya Basitu, Ya Basitu. If you want love between parents and children and everyone, Ya Wadud, Ya Wadud. So in that way, every attribute of all Allah has a significant meaning. And the Hadith Sharif of Mustafa, salam, mentioned in Tirmidhi, Man Ahsaha Dakhal Al-Jannah. Who memorizes them, who reads them, and each one of you, my dear listener of Voice of the Cape, it is the month of Ramadan, let's start today, and every day we will read the beautiful, wonderful names of Allah, less than three, four minutes it will take us, then Falahul Jannah, that person enters Jannah, the Hadith is mentioned in Tirmidhi Sharif, so that is how you should explain to your son or daughter, inshallah. She can indeed, our number 47913. Going on to our next question, Mufti. It says, uh, let me just get that question quickly. It says, can a mosque committee cancel Iktikab due to power struggles in the committee, Mufti, to separate people called... Uh, uh, can, can Mufti just answer that? Can uh, a mosque committee cancel Iktikab due to power struggles in the committee? Definitely, that's not permissible. We must remember the masjid belongs to all, Mighty Allah. Wa annal masajid alillah. The masjid belongs to all, Mighty Allah. It does not belong to the trustees or the chairman or the president. Now you have your own internal struggle. This camp against this camp. Now you want to deprive the people of etikaf. Definitely not permissible. You, the people who want to make etikaf, you go there. No trustee can stop any person from reading Salat there. No one can stop you from making etikaf there. And you, the trustees, I beg you, it is the month of Ramadan. Please grow up. Do not make Islam a laughing stock. Shikam Mufti, your next question says, if one had a wet dream and only remember the next day, what do you do, Mufti? Yeah, 
there are two, three issues. If a person had a wet dream, for example, nighttime, and then that person the next day he was fasting, he made the knee at everything, so the fast will be valid as long as it was a wet dream. However, that that person must know as soon as he realizes the wet dream, then he should go and take the ghusl and make sure that he doesn't miss any first salat in the interim period. So, for example, if he woke up now suhoor time and then he realized he got a wet dream, then he must make sure by fajr time he already took his ghusl and so forth and read fajr on time. Or, for example, he slept in the afternoon and then the next day or at night he realized. So then in that case he must maybe must salat also. So in cases like that he must make qaza of that salat. It will be sinful also, but the fast will be valid. Here I want to draw your attention to one important masla. For wet dream, it does not break the fast. But if you youngsters, you go and masturbate, then remember that your fast will break. It is sinful and qaza is compulsory. Shikhanidee Mufti, next question says, A friend of mine wants to know if it is necessary to get married as a female in Islam. Mufti? In Islam, for male and female, it is highly recommended to get married, to remain alone deliberately, a confirmed bachelor, confirmed spinster is discouraged in Islam. So what we need to do is get the word around that this sister is 20 years old, 23, 25 years old, she wants to settle down. And in that way, inshallah, Allah will open the doors for her. Read Surah 25, verse 74. All your brothers, sisters who are not married, every day read two rakat salat, suhoor time, sehri time, and read Surah 25, Surah Furqan, verse 74. Oh Allah, grant us such spouses and such offspring that are the coolness of the eyes and Allah will send a prince charming for you in Ramadan and in Shawwal you get married. The best month of the year to get married is Shawwal. Our mother Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha had no children. Her nephews and nieces used to get them all married in Shawwal as mentioned in Tirmidhi. Indeed. Now, Mufti, I come home. <coughs> I come at home from work at Maghrib time, and I didn't do my asr or dhuhr. Can I do it after Maghrib, and will it be accepted, Mufti? Brother, sister, you must realize that you are fasting and then you come home Maghrib time, so you read your, you break your fast, then you read your Maghrib Salat, <coughs> but by missing your Zohar Salat daily, missing your Asr Salat daily, that's a major, major sin. So you must make arrangements at the place of your work. For example, lunchtime or so, you read your Zohar Salat, there's no lunch, and to read Asr Salat will just take you five minutes and so forth. So we should not leave any excuse to perform our salat, even in the office, even on the lawn, even on the park, wherever we are, that we should be performing our salat on time. Shukran indeed. Our number 021 and of course uh, our SMS line number 47913 and of course if it's the first time you're listening to Mufti during the month of Ramadan, remember Mufti is with us every Thursday evening between 6 and 8 on 91.3 FM. Going on to our next question, it says uh, Mufti, uh, Salam Mufti when making tawaf, men and women mix, keeping your husband's hand, does it break your wudu or another man touch you by accident we'll get coming from mufti after this live from cape town this is the voice of the cape the voice of the cape the voice of the cape
Welcome back. We're into the last few minutes of our program. It is indeed our last segment of Q&A today. And the question that we posed Mufti before the break, it says, Salam Mufti, when making tawaf, men and women wick, uh, mix together. Now, um, keeping your husband's hand, does it break your wudu? Or if a man touch you by accident, does it break your wudu? Mufti? In a case like that, what the Shafi'is and the other schools should do and must do to make the tawaf and everything practical, just make the intention of the Hanafi madhab, and in that way, they, then if a man touches you of a mistake, if you touch the man or your husband holds your hand for security reasons, so all these cases, your wudu will still be valid, your tawaf will be valid, your umrah will be valid, so everything valid, alhamdulillah, la Allah did not burden us more than our ability and capability. Shukran indeed. That in going on to our next question, it says, uh, if can a person go to gym during the month of Ramadan, Mufti? If a person goes to jam, then he must realize that there they are people who are dressed sometimes not properly. Then there's music there. There's so much intermingling there. My advice to you, brother, sister, you buy your own bicycle, and there, inshallah, get in your home, then you do your exercise. Or if you've got no money for bicycle, then do all the exercise, the push-ups and whatever else at home, so you are much better off. She can indeed. Can a person who suffers from low blood pressure abstain from fasting with thee? If that person's condition will deteriorate and it will become more sick or life-threatening, then obviously he should not fast. But if some days he can manage, then those days he must fast. And the days they have missed, then you keep kaza one a week, two a week, like that, in the other 11 months. Mufti, if a Christian embraces Islam, can he keep his Christian name? A person who embraces Islam can keep their name as long as it's not such a name that is against the very teachings of Islam. You know Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala and his name in Jahiliya, the pre-Islamic name was Abdeshams, the slave of the sun. So if somebody has name like that, then obviously we have to change it. But let's say, for example, the Christian's name is David or his name is Noah or something like that. So that's fine. He doesn't have to change it because it's Dawood and Nu and so forth. So he can maintain and retain that same name. That's fine. Or the sister's name is Maria. So that's fine. There's no problem with that. Also something to do with name. It says, can I name my child, my girl, my daughter, Jan? And what is the right pronunciation? J-A-A-N, Mufti. Yeah, you know what is Jan, uh, Brother Muhammad Zain? That when you speak, when you speak Urdu, you see, then the husband and the wife, they call one another Marijan. You are my life, like, you mm-hmm. understand? Mm-hmm. I am prepared to give my whole life for you. So when the baby daughter especially is born, then they want to keep her name Jan. So it is permissible, but we will not say the best of names. Rather choose some nice name in Arabic, inshallah. I told you before in Abu Dawood, the hadith is mentioned of Mustafa, alayhi salam. Inna kum tud'awna yawm al-qiyamah bi asma'ikum wa 
أسماي آبائكم فأحسنوا أسماءكم tomorrow on the day of Qiyamah you will be called by your name and your father's name hence choose good names so choose the name Fatima, Zainab, Jamila, Nabila so many good names they are like that but if you insist and persist on John you'll find it is permissible Shikandina Mufti can a Muslim make dua and lift his hands as I have seen that some of the ulama say that it's an act of bidah. No, it's definitely permissible to raise the hands. Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Inna rabbakum hayyun kareem. Verily, your all make Allah is full of shame and very generous. Yastahyi min abdihi Allah ta'ala fil shai of his servant. Iza rafa'a yaday. That the servant is raisedly raising his hands. And all make Allah say, Ayya ruddahuma sifra. That Allah sends it back empty-handed. No, Raise your hands and make dua, and in that way we show more humility. I have million dollars or whatever, million euros in a bank, but in front of Allah, I'm a pauper, I'm a beggar, hence we raise our hands. Mufti, and then our final question. I need to say a big shukran to everybody for phoning in and SMSing in. Alhamdulillah, we had quite a few questions. In fact, we had uh, close to 90 SMSs alone that we received with questions. Shukran indeed. But this will be our final question for today. It says, I lost my beloved father recently. I miss him dearly uh, and loved him so much. What would uh, I know? When will I meet him and see him again in Hisab Mufti? Okay, you, my beloved son, my beloved daughter, you must your father do three things for your father. Surah 14, verse 41. Rabbana filli waliwali daya walil mu'minina yawma yakumul hisab. That's the best dua you can make for your beloved parents. Surah Ibrahim, Surah 14, verse 41. Give out charity on their behalf in cash or kind. And the best charity is water. Go to the rural areas where they don't have water wells, they don't have boreholes, they don't have taps. So whatever you can afford, even if you put one tap there and say, this is for my beloved father that will be one of the greatest gifts you can give then any nafil ibadat for example tilawat of quran tulakat salat you read ya allah my father i'm reading this you forgive him you elevate his rank and status tomorrow on the day of justice you'll meet your father he'll be so pleased with you oh my son oh my daughter that you even remembered me after i left this world so that is the greatest thing we as children should do for our beloved parents. Shukran Mufti, that concludes all our questions and uh, that leaves us with just about uh, a little bit over two minutes uh, for some nasikha from you, uh, yourself, inshallah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, my dear brother, sister, each one of us is reading the noble Quran more and more in Ramadan. I want you today just to concentrate for a little while on chapter 100, surah number 100. Many of us know it by memory, by heart. Almighty Allah is saluting, praising the horses for their loyalty, that they are so loyal to their master and owner. If any harm is going to come to the master and owner, these horses are prepared to make the supreme sacrifice, give their own life to protect the life of the master. But me, 
and you, O oh Insan, O oh human being, O oh masterpiece of Allah's creation, Allah complains of me and you, Innal Insan Ali Rabbihi Lakanud. Verily, this human being is so unthankful, so ungrateful to his Allah, Wa Innahu Ala Dalikala Shaheed, and he bears testimony. The more favors, the more wealth Allah gives, the more our pride, our arrogance, our ingratitude, unthankfulness increases. Why is this? Because he loves his world so much, madly in love, intensely in love with his world. My message and nasiha to you, my brother and sister, is take this money every day, take this cash or kind, take that blanket or jersey and go and give it to the poor and needy, Muslim or non-Muslim. The love for Allah will increase and the love for wealth and material things will decrease because this is how we make shukar and are grateful to all Allah. So let us open our hearts, our wallets, our purses and inshallah become an asset to humanity. May all Allah accept our siyam and qiyam. May all Allah accept our righteous deeds. And shukran jazeel and barakallah fikum to you Muhammad Zain, all the management staff at Voice of the Tape and you the listener. Remember the sinner also in your duas. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. And of course, we say big shukran to the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein. And of course, once again, a big shukran to you, the listener, for SMSing us uh, your questions and phoning in. And of course, for simply just tuning in and getting some knowledge from the, the program, the Ramadan QA. Unfortunately, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, he will be. Uh, Traveling for the next two weeks So what we've done already We have put together a program from him So you can listen to him again next week um, uh, Thursday same time between 12 and 1 But also with questions around uh, Current questions uh, around Ramadan so it will be practical and uh, current questions about Ramadan. But of course, uh, shukran to all your questions uh, that we have received and SMSs. And of course, for tuning in, stay tuned to 91.3 FM. That is the voice of the Cape. And of course, bringing you only the best programs here. Shukran to uh, Zulfa Brown for uh, taking all the questions uh, this afternoon. And of course, uh, Abida Dixon Muhammad for pushing all the buttons. I will be in your company again for the Iftar show that is uh, this evening. But until then, I greet you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo.